taking great opportunities mm-hmm. and not necessarily thinking about it as a career. They were just taking it. Hi. Hi. Okay, guys. Let's just start the whole thing all over again, shall we? Travel Insiders. Welcome. Welcome to the jungle. The YouTube channel, the podcast, to our little world. Mm-hmm. To newbie boot camp. Part Continuation two. of it. Yeah. I Popular. think this well, it seems to be. I, I guess I I'm gonna go back and say I think that there's a lot of new people. As we all we've documented pretty recently and a lot of things happening. I'm there's saying not a lot. There's a lot of new travelers out there in the world of travel, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are new. I also think that it seems to me like people probably are listening to this if they are relatively new. You know, last yeah. week's episode really was about, you know, laying the groundwork and getting things ready to go. And I think that people still listen to it to see if there's anything that they might have missed. But, you know, today we're really going to talk well, I, about... I think you could... Maybe what you're really saying is define what a newbie might be. Yeah, I think that... that you could consider yourself a newbie, even if you've been doing this for a year or two or a couple sure. of years. Um, I think a lot of, I mean, we've said the market got flooded really quickly with people who were, you know, taking great opportunities mm-hmm. and not necessarily thinking about it as a career. They were just taking it. Okay, we had to edit that for a second because we just had an onslaught. It might happen again. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I think you're right. There are, I mean, a newbie can be I mean, a lot of different things. And I mean, there's, again, we talked about the learning curve. We've talked about other different aspects of becoming a traveler. And I think that the reason that episode number one, you know, had a lot of listens to it uh, in the first week is simply because there's a lot of stuff kind of going on in the industry. And I think people are saying, let me go back and see if I can maybe make some of the, the, the learning curve and things I made mistakes on. Yeah. Maybe I can do them better. Or maybe I can try not to... Hopefully not get discouraged and do that peel out that we talk about right. in the learning curve that, you know. Well, I think where I was trying to go was um, I think that a lot of people jumped in because they saw some really great opportunities and they weren't necessarily thinking about travel as a, a career. Right. Which we talked about in the first episode. Yep. Um, and now are thinking, well, I are maybe seeing it now as a career. Yeah, I think I think you're right, and I think that's that's part of why so we. So they could have been traveling this whole year already, and now and still like, consider themselves a newbie, right? And now be. they're like, all right, I want to take this into a new step and think of it as a career. And, yeah, right. So yeah, 
So again, part two, we, we talked about this one in our subtitle for today was, and we mentioned it last time, was securing your first assignment. So we've, we're going to make the assumption that you are into the next phase. You've laid the groundwork. You're really ready to go. You've done all your prep work mm -hmm. and you've, you've listened to us. You've listened to your fellow travelers, future travelers, other people, and you've really absorbed as much as you can. And now you feel like you're ready to, I guess, you know, start reaching out to uh, some agencies, right? And start talking to actual people about I'm ready to go hit the road so mm -hmm. the first thing I, I talked about on on our little outline was and I think you know you and I did a lot of this together is that you got to get started a little bit earlier than you think that's uh, that seems uh -huh. to be the concession across the board from travelers is that it yeah. I would recommend the same thing you got to get going a little quicker N no I would ref I would phrase that differently I would say you need to Expect it to take longer to get your first assignment than what you may have been given advice on or what you think yourself. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In other words, where we were, yeah, we're, we're both saying the same thing is that you have to, it, it's going to take longer than you think. It's going to. And so you want to get started faster. And if you want to get the assignment that you're really looking for, mm -hmm. if you just want to jump right in and do whatever, then it may not take as long. Yeah. But I still think it's, it, it takes it always takes longer. I mean, I think first-time travelers are always surprised at the length of time that it takes, you know, right? to, to just get that first one. You don't just say, hey, I think I want to go travel to a certain location yeah, and, and say... start two weeks to, later. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny is that we get that a lot. Even to yeah. this day, I have people say, you know, well, how long does it take? And I will, I will kind of let them know. Once you actually, we have all your information and we, we've, you know, found a position that you're looking for and you're in agreement with everything, the numbers, you know, and then they say, well... You know how long is it? How long a time am I going to start working? <laughs> the right. answer always is, well, you know, it can take weeks sometimes to get an well, interview. It, again, it goes back to a lot of the things we talked about in other episodes: how picky you are, where you want to go, what your specialty is. Well, I was thinking, even if you have all that, right? Just the fact that you know we, we have zero control, nor does the candidate, mm -mm. on how long it takes for an actual interview to take yeah. place. I mean, sometimes they're fast, sometimes weeks. they're weeks. Sometimes they're ridiculously long, and you sometimes know. Sometimes you could be on an assignment already, and somebody's calling, going, "Hey, is that person?" For yeah, real? like a month later. What? And then once you have, once you get it, and I don't want to go too far into this, but once you no. get it, I mean, then you've got credentialing, and you've got to get ready yeah. to go. There's a lot really there. So I guess first advice on securing your first assignment is absolutely. don't have an expectation of when you're going to start, and 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 start the process sooner than you think. Uh -huh. Then, then and be flexible. Yeah. And so be I, financially prepared. Agreed. I think one of the most important first decisions also to make is is you really should start to kind of get a list together of of your of really where you would like to hopefully be able to secure your first assignment. Where where do you want to go? Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this a lot in a, a many different episodes in the past. I, I absolutely would tell a, a newbie traveler because you're going to have less experience on paper as a traveler, regardless of how much experience you have as a as a, a nurse or an allied professional. Yeah. That you want to be as open as possible to yes. where you want to go. And I, I, that's just the advice I'm going to get give everybody. And a lot of recruiters actually are a fan of mine right now for this last second because I actually <laughs> said something that is going to help them. Because the whole the whole point of people just going into one tiny little location makes zero sense, and no. it really makes life difficult and yeah. limits you immensely on where you can go. Very much so. You need to, I would say, have a top 10. Yeah, I think 10 is not a bad number. People mm -hmm. are going to go, wow, that's, that's a ton. But, you know, really think about it. And the advice I'm going to give people is where would you go? Not what's on the first thing on your list, yeah. but where would you go? I mean, you know, right. I'll, I'll throw out Maine as an example. I mean, a lot of people will say, oh, well, I, I would go to Maine. Right. 
and they don't. It's not something that people typically will say. I, I'm. I, that's on my first, you know, choice of list. Right. Or perhaps you know, someplace coastal in in North Carolina or in South Carolina. That may right. not be what some people are thinking. They may be thinking, I want to, you know, ski. I want to go to a beach. I want to go to a certain destination. I want to be warm. Hawaii, California. Yeah. Colorado. Add those, but also just really <laughs> think about. Yeah, think about places in the country <laughs> that perhaps you would be willing to go to, and. Yeah. Remember that those places that you are first on your list are probably first on a ton of people's uh, list. Exactly, yeah. Lots of competition. Right. So yeah. also look for that unique assignment that may be specific to you that you also think maybe not everybody in the planet, in, in the country at least, is going to want to go to that. Right. And that could end up being a very good option for you. So that's kind of where I'm thinking is that you got to give your you know, your recruiter some options yep. and let him or her have some options that You'll they can work with. You'll just get a job faster. Right. All right, well, let's really jump into the meat of this thing. And that really is about choosing your agency. Yeah, that's the best place to start. Right. And so, I mean, again, it's... Well, uh, not the best place. That's where you have to start. <laughs> the only place you want to start is... <laughs> it may not be the best, but it's no, definitely I agree. you're stuck with. Well, and, and this is where, you know, it's really hard for me to give advice on this. And I'm sure it's hard for you to give advice on it because, you know... Where, how do you pick somebody? How do you pick agencies to, to choose, you know, to go with? Well, I mean, would you give advice? Would you tell people to Google? I don't think I would. Honestly, there's so much misinformation out there that yeah. I, I really hesitate. I, I would say I believe that I still think the best potential, I, I look at all the different ways to find an agency, it seems to me that the one that makes the most sense if I were a traveler would be to ask my peers and to get a big consensus of, of that, not just one or two, because I think that's where you run into mistakes. But I think if you consistently can hear from a lot of people that these five companies mm-hmm. have, I, with my specialty specifically, I mean, yeah. it's very different if you're you know a certain specialty in allied and a certain specialty in nursing. It can really vary, right? So companies can have different you know kind of feels to them. Right. But I think that still, to me... It's not foolproof for sure, but it's one of the best ways to begin the process, I think. I think I agree, but I also think if you're perm, I think one of the best things that you should do is you're working with travelers right now. Right. I think that you should be picking all of those travelers because chances are they're not all with the same agency. No, but they could, but you might be limited to the what agencies work at your hospital. That, so, right. You know I agree. I mean? yeah. No, I know. I mean, there are some, there's limitations to all of these. There is. So, I, I, that's why I'm saying it's not an easy question to it's answer. It's not, yeah. But I do think that um, you, you've got a, you've, you know, you've got a nugget there and you can find out. I mean, you know, are they getting paid on time? How are they getting paid? Are you, I mean, and I know that those questions are sometimes uncomfortable to ask, but if you make friends with travelers and treat them well as we've discussed in other episodes mm-hmm. where sometimes they're not um you know you could that's a wealth of information right there it, it is it is of. i guess what you and i are both saying is that this is this is a complicated question it is and it's one of those that you know again not, not everyone's going to like our answer because no, maybe we, we don't the shit out of them. <laughs> might even have an answer but you can yeah. make mistakes i mean again we've seen it all the time you if will you, make mistakes 
If you throw out there, what's everyone's favorite agency, which is like my least favorite thing for people to do. Right. Because I see it and you've got you've got agendas there that you don't necessarily know about. I've right. seen, we've seen it, recruiters posing as travelers saying, oh, call John at XYZ Company. Right. He, he's the best. Or spouses. You know, or- yeah, you name it. Or a recruiter that has... Um, I'm sorry. Another traveler who's getting huge re- referral, referral bonuses, yes. making you know ten grand a year and, by. And you know what? You just said something right there that I think we should really talk just for a second about is referral fees. Mm-hmm. You guys need to take that seriously because people are referring recruiters and getting five hundred, six hundred. Well, I was about to say I've I've known I've known know? travelers that have made ten thousand dollars a year I'm by getting referrals. yeah, by, yeah. By, by sitting there, you know, recruiting right. uh, you know, twenty people. It's I mean, yeah. it's not it's not that many people to recruit a year. Yeah, so don't and think drive that that's that way. necessarily like when you get on a Facebook page and they're like, Oh, which recruiter at this <clears throat> company is the best and then you see all these names, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. some agenda there. That, I mean, there is some money behind. It can it. be. I'm not saying that there yes. always is. I mean, no. we're we're You're trying right. to say it. It that's be. what I'm saying. But but I I believe that a a consistent amount of good information about company A yeah. should give you a little bit of. I mean, that's just what I would do. I mean, yeah. if I'm seeing consistently, but I don't. I wouldn't throw out there openly for people to no. whatever. I would I would see if you can you know somehow get into an instant message or a conversation with somebody offline that's yeah. behind the scenes well, that would give you the ability to be able to actually really pick their brain and find out what, why you like your company and what their issue so is there. What's so funny is that we're just talking about how do you pick the agency to call. We're not even talking about what happens when you call them. I know. We're going to get there. I know. There. We will. But it's just like just that one act. Right. It, it, I mean, it's daunting and it, well, you don't know where to start. Yeah, because it's hard. I mean, again, you could you can go and there are, there are websites that rank them, which yeah. we know some are not so. Some are BS. Well, some, some of them you can do your own ranking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Put your own stuff in there. Hey, look, I, I love my company. I'm 22. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's hard. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's really hard to pick your agency. I guess what I would tell you is once you've kind of made a list, mm-hmm. and I mean, again, how many do you call? Ten. I'm I'm going to give the advice that I would call as many as you as you can, possibly can stand. Yes. Is that the best way to put it? Yeah. You know, and and because once you get in there, now you've got another wrinkle of every recruiter at that agency is going to give you a different vibe. So well, that's the other you. problem with with okay, this. Okay, so let me ask you this: because a lot of when we know this, we know this happens. A lot of n- newbies will put their they'll. Because they're hiding behind the internet, you know, which we want to do. Talking about the recruiter? No, the the new oh, gotcha. yeah. okay. traveler. Right. You know, they'll Google travel nursing or mm-hmm. whatever, and then they'll see the companies that come up that you know a lot of us post jobs to. Right. Right. Um, and they'll fill out their information, and before they know it, they're getting an onslaught of calls before they're even ready to call anybody. Right. I'm just throwing that out yeah, there. Right. This is what's going to happen once you do that, and then you're going to get, you know, you're going to be frustrated and kind of irritated because you're getting a ton of yes, phone calls. You are. So I mean, that might be a way to weed them out. Well, I don't know. Where I was kind of heading was I, I just I think you if you're not doing yourself any favors by limiting because you only want to talk to two or three people. In yeah, my no, opinion, again, this is that. an opinion piece for me. Yeah, do not do. And that. from 21 years in the industry, I would tell you if I had a if if my dear friend or you know somebody a spouse of a dear friend was going to go into travel and i wasn't doing this i would be telling them after this experience to call as many agencies you can stand because you really got to limit it you got to you got to start big and start whittling it down to 
what you like about the company and what more importantly you like about your recruiter. Because I'm telling right. you guys, and you guys already know this from me, that recruiter relationship is going to be more important sometimes yep. than what the company relationship is with you. Yes. And I used to say that in training all the time. They're not going to come to work for you because of the company. No. They're going to come to work for you because of you. And that's really what most CEOs and directors of recruitment are all counting on. That's why you try to hire a good recruiter because right. it covers up bad company philosophy, <laughs> bad pay, you name it. I mean, that's really, again, I've said it multiple yeah. times on this no, media yeah, that right. a recruiter can hide or whatever some bad bad crap and they're also salespeople, which means that yeah. you're hoping for someone that can sell a traveler on Without taking the feeling like that and taking the job through you as opposed to the other 199 companies that have the exact same position and might even be offering it to you at a higher rate than this company so man that's really the gig and again i, I have to throw it out there because i think it's no, you need ludicrous to and silly that we again we are in an industry where we all have one inventory for the most part and it's all the jobs in the country and every one of us agencies tries to pretend or sell each traveler out there that somehow the inventory that we have is miraculously different than the inventory the other 200 companies have and that they should take it with us. It's the most ridiculous thing in this industry that no one discusses or acknowledges. It's the <laughs> same think, shit. Wait, I think that because I... Not I, that it's shit. I'm, I, mean, I don't mean to be uh, like that. No, but it's I the mean, same crap, the same inventory, and we're I, all trying to spin it. Maybe it's because I, was spe I spent some time one-on-one -on -one with my dad last night. But when you were talking, I was like envisioning, because I think by now we all know that I grew up in the car business. When you were talking, I'm envisioning, as soon as you said we all have the same inventory, mm -hmm. I'm envisioning one giant car lot with thousands of salespeople trying to sell you all a, walking around with their short sleeve golf shirt from the same it has xyz company and this company <laughs> yes. and that company they all has this travel agency hi come on hey come see me they're all they're all smoking and they call see you hit the lot and they go running out there punching each other and climbing over each other to, to go out in the lot that's exactly what Sorry. that's exactly what it kind of feels like and seems yeah. like so and that's what our industry really has become it's become that kind of thing so i mean we're getting back to this you know i i would say get a ton yeah. Um, I want you to consider a couple things when you're also talking to a, an agency, and that is your marketability. Yes. And we talked about traveler marketability. Again, yeah, I know last episode, episode we mentioned this. This episode, and I know the one coming up, part three, it is all about go visit and listen to this 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 episode. Travel that's the point of it right. all. I mean, this, this all is building traveler up marketability on is stuff. one. Yeah, you you definitely should listen to that. You have to listen to that because mm -hmm. it it a lot, it helps you sync up with a company that that understands i mean if you're a, if you're a you know a huge experience even though you've never traveled before if you've got a lot of experience in your field you know you you could you know you might be able to go with somebody that's just going to be you know chasing dollars right? right so you're looking for who knows what um, if you're brand new and you and you haven't been in your field for very long and you're throwing on the fact that you're a new uh, traveler, traveler you may not have a lot of certifications you may not be that licensed in certain to be able to work in certain places right. you may be also in your own head unwilling to go to too many places right you got to start looking at who is going to work harder for me and that's mm -hmm. where again when you're picking your company that has to come into into play well i also think that if you talk to a recruiter who doesn't give you that advice come on especially <laughs> after listening to us i know but Okay, that should be a little bit of a red flag. Well, there should be a lot of red flags. Oh, and there, again, There will be. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to toot our own horns, but I really would tell a newbie trail. I said it last week, I'm going to do it again. I would listen to these three, seven, yeah. 70, and the rest three, 74, and 75 episodes, and I would go back and begin this series again because 
if you would invest that kind of time, I, it can't hurt. No, it's not going to hurt you. And you're going to hear things that I've been I've been getting a lot of feedback lately on yeah. social media, a lot of instant messages saying yep. that people are really starting to. It's a little bit of a, a bump in a wave now. We had it, you know, last summer. Now, Allison, it's I think that these these YouTube type versions we're doing that we're slowing some things down. I think are are getting us a little bit more of an audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so go back and listen to these things. Yep. I mean, there's, I don't have any kind of financial benefit, nor do you, for people to go back and listen to this. No. Do yourself a favor. What does would it hurt to hear what one knucklehead and another knucklehead seem to think about our industry from right. this side of the desk? So right. um, it's important. All right, last couple things about choosing your agency. I do want to talk about one of the biggest things with me is you've got to find an agency, in my opinion, that has contracts where you want to go, not where... They have a slick, smooth-talking salesman that is going to convince you on taking a contract where they have it. I know, but that's hard because they're going to tell you that they have the contracts that you want to go well, to. Well, then you got to say, really, promise, you know, pinky promise or something. You have to figure out. If they start talking about, how about something close or let's come up with a plan B or plan C. Hang on, let me get this out. Plan B or plan C, that's a really good indicator that they don't have your plan A. Or, why do you want to go to Denver? Oh, well, I want to ski. Oh, well, okay. How about Utah? Yeah, I, I, but, 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 if you want, but if you want to go to Denver, you what I'm saying is that you also have to look at, you may have to make less money if yeah. you have a very specific place. And again, go back and see Travel and Marketability. Go back and listen to Supply no, and Demand. I'm just, no, I'm just trying to give them clues as to when a recruiter starts asking you questions like that, it typically means that they probably don't have right. exactly what you're talking about. Good, yeah, I see where you're going. But, yeah. And again, if they were going to be honest with you, yeah. that's a thing. So think about where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to some of our other episodes. If you are very, very specific, it may be... And I'm, you know, Southern California comes to mind. You may have to jump into bed with one of these companies that is company. that has the thirty percent plus margin, right? And that is going to have to be okay with you if you want to be in. You know, again, I, I don't want to sit there and throw them out there, but there are certain locations in this country that are only occupied by some of the only have contracts by some of the big companies, which means if that is your only choice, why are you call an XYZ company to try to get you close? They're not going to have it. Well, which means you are going to go take it with a big company and they're going to take a big chunk of your pie, piece of pie. You should not pick up the phone and start calling companies without doing our first episode, which is why are you traveling? Are you chasing money? Or are you chasing location? Well, I wouldn't refer to that one because that one's about a revisit. I would go to the one about so you want to be a traveler. Okay. Same concept, right? It's fine. I mean, I don't care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good point. Um, So that's really important, though. Find out. Don't just start talking about, you know, there's some other things to this, to choosing your agency besides just liking your recruiter and liking your company. And and then, of course, the big one for me is you guys really should go back and listen to a lot of our financial stuff about overtime, our service is 40, because you have to make sure. It's big. That's giant. You have to make sure that people are paying you. Properly, that they have the right systems. By the way, barely anybody does. Right. So what I would recommend is that you find a company that is willing to potentially, I guess, change the way they're going to pay for you in order to get your business. Right. And I want you guys to know you guys have the power. You do. All of us agencies are scrambling for your business. Yeah. Make us earn it. Right. And if someone says, "Well, we don't do that, but we've got this, this, this," then then say. Thanks. I'll call you back. I'll let Next you know. Time. I'm going to go find somebody that might do that and then go right. out and try to call another company and find out, will someone pay me all of my 
full compensation and <laughs> after you know after 36 hours and tax me completely on it so that I pay more taxes but I'm getting my full compensation instead of just holding that in their pocket will they pay me true time and a half of that both taxable and non-taxable multiplied by time by 1.5 for anything over 40 hours or are they just going to pay me the 1.5 of the tax second time listening your mind's probably blowing well, that's why if it does none of that made sense to you you've got to go back <laughs> yeah. and listen I mean, no, you, you guys are going to walk away from tens of thousands of dollars yeah. a year if you're not if yep. you're not careful but what i'm saying is ask them these questions and if they have Definitely. this regimented answer no we can only do it this way then say okay hey thanks very much and right. they'll you, the, they'll be calling you back hey 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 uh, I, I went and talked to my manager right. and he says we're going to give you that clear coat <laughs> <laughs> he said we're going to we can go ahead and do that now because i was going to lose your business so now we're willing to to work with you because they're yeah fucking used car salesman kind of stuff sorry i don't mean to i know that sounds bad because <laughs> you came from that industry I mean, it's a cliche and i you know I, I can I say care. it too. Um, but that's an incredibly important wrinkle in choosing, your, in my opinion. Again, this is just my opinion. I don't know why you would go to work for a company that doesn't pay you the right way that we used to, all used to, and the way that they should. It doesn't make sense to me. You guys have choices. And the one thing that I'm hoping that people that are religious you know, and subscribing you know, listeners to our, our podcast and our YouTube channel are starting to figure out is that you guys have the power. You do. We and want your business, and right. you guys get to decide who gets it, who's earned that business, and who gets to keep that earning that business. Right. That's the wonderful thing about our industry is that you have you can you can walk away from a company because there's two hundred. I'm sorry, a lot more than that actually. There's a whole many hundreds more that want you. Yeah, and uh, I I'm, I say this all the time. That's how you change the industry. Not this like don't take these low. Ball Correct contracts and all that, whatever. Yeah, change the industry by using your economy. <laughs> it's really so. It's really funny how I mean, to bring that up and to kind of to just to touch on that. And I don't mean to to beat up travelers. I understand their intentions are I good. I do too. I when, totally get when it. When people say things like that on social media, yeah. let's all band together or don't take anything less than you know whatever the the. the it's the, like telling me don't shop at the Dollar Tree. Because they only charge a dollar for Campbell's soup or whatever. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? I'm gonna go where I can get it the cheapest. <laughs> right. It's it's it just doesn't. What I would say is it, it's well it's, to me it's almost like we'll keep our car thing going. Yeah. It's like walking into a dealership and saying I'm not paying more than this for that car, and it's way lower than the right. car is worth. And you and saying well then then you're not gonna get the car because right. there's no dealership in the country that can sell the car for that amount right, of money. Right. Right. You know, so it's almost the opposite thing. You it can't. Is. There are times yeah. when I mean, I understand the philosophy, I and I absolutely. You guys know me. I love the fact that you are advocating for that money. You want more money, yeah. And I, unlike a lot of people, don't find that. I don't think that's ugly, and I don't no, think that's bad. I don't either. I, I think it's deserved. It is. And I and I I don't think you it's should also feel good healthy capitalism. I don't feel you should feel make yourself feel like you're. You should be ashamed. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of other travelers try to shame people in that. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to just being a great nurse or great being an, a great ultrasound tech or a great rad tech or well, respiratory therapist? This is extreme. You get that and then you get the, but but don't take these low-balled offers. Well, what I'm saying is that I, you can have it both ways. You, you can. can you can You can be proud of what you do and not necessarily be saying I'm only in it for money. But I've said for years, you guys have an important job that I believe in our country is undervalued, which means it's underpaid. Right. And I do think that travelers should make more money. Yeah. And they are making a ton now. This is unrealistic. It's not going to continue. Are making a ton. Well, most are making more than they were a long time ago, and they believe that that's going to be the case for a long time. It just isn't. 
All right, once you've chosen a company, doesn't mean that you have you can't you have to stick with them. I do think that before you take this first assignment, you should continually be critiquing the process of going yeah. on board of that company. Yes. How's it going? In other words, if you start to see warning signs, right. Don't be don't be hesitant to, you know, go to a different company. But warning signs is a big word, big phrase there cuz the they could be different for different people and so sure. I think, you know, things like non-communication, screwed up paychecks, you know, just things that... I think you just listen to your inner voice. No, you know, I'm, we talk yeah. a lot about that from That's a recruiting true. standpoint. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys should hear this. I mean, I will tell my audience that I've told recruiters and internal staff for years, if there's something kind of off about a traveler, listen to it. Yeah. And I'm just being honest. Yeah. There are times when it's like, this, this person doesn't have their stuff together. They're not going to be a good fit. They're, they're, you know, we can see that. The opposite thing is true as well. Absolutely. Very well That said. if you're a traveler and something's off about this company or, you know, this recruiter, listen to that inner voice because yeah. the, the chances of it going south are, are big. And you're the one, as I've always said, of all the people that are involved in, in our, you know, our process, mm-hmm. our triangle, our quadrilateral of trust. You guys are the ones that have, in my opinion, the most risk because you're the ones that just for no other reason are getting in your car and driving potentially across the country. Right. The recruiter's not doing that. The vendor's not doing it. The hospital's not doing it. And the agency's not doing it. So no. just that part alone, it's like well, you need to really think about, is this is this going the way I want it to go? Is there right. something that's making me kind of go, hmm. Right. And I agree. Communication is going to be super important. Mm-hmm. A lot of other things could be important. Are they backpedaling? Are they changing their mind on some of the things they talked about? All right, yeah. Are the rates fluctuating after you said you were interested in a position? Or is that one going away? Are they ghosting you? Right. Um, you know, there's just so many different things. Yeah. And again, I go back to what I said a few seconds ago. You have choices. So don't be hesitant to, to wow, bud. Don't be hesitant to change that choice. Right. He's got a ball. No. Uh, oh, he does? Yeah, he's got a ball, so it's going to be all over the place. <laughs> You guys, I apologize, but we do this, but it's it's kind of fun, and we just like to have him around and all of them around. Max has been around the whole time that we've started he has this been. adventure. So yep. chewing on bones and making He's lots of noise, welcome. or snoring, or yeah, some of those early podcasts you can hear him snoring in. <laughs> right, which is really cute, I think. So, also, I want to throw in there this other little wrinkle is that, in my opinion, if you're going to you know choose a recruiter to work with, they better work hard for you because yeah. I'm telling you guys they are taking money they, they it costs you in other words yeah. every agency has their own margin yeah. and every agency has its own commission, commission plan, plan. Mm-hmm. so know that and you know you may really love your company you may really love your agency but this person better work hard for you I have a question oh god I hate when she does this I know huh? he does well and just throw what do, you th- do you think it's a fair question to ask a, a, a recruiter, how are you paid? How do you make money off of me? I don't see why. Why not? I listen. I don't. I don't, I don't I think, think it's okay. But I'm just. I've said this all the time. Think. I don't. Why? T- there's nothing. Why do you think we, that you shouldn't answer? Why not? <laughs> right. Why? Would we, why shouldn't a traveler know how much and how someone gets paid? <laughs> right. Is it based upon how many travels you have? Do you get paid right. more the more people you have? How do you long get paid? I stay with you? Do you get paid more for many hours I work? Right. Yeah. Is there is there yeah. a longevity involved? Right. Do I get you know? Do you get paid more? Here's one that you may want to ask. Do you get paid more if you screw me out of money better? Do you get more if you make it more commission? Do you make more commission if your company makes a bigger margin? Because I'm naive right. and just let you go. Okay, I'll take it. That's a really good one that you might want to ask. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just in a little sour mood, but See, that's... you don't hate it when I ask some questions. 
No, I, but I sometimes you keep, I'm like, am I going to know the answer to this? I said the, lear, the, the learning curve. I said I should, there shouldn't be much you can't oh. throw at me from a, certainly from a recruiting standpoint. Come on, if I, I'm not going to throw you. Most newbies there, don't throw you. There I'm were some times when I was talking about, there were, we have had some topics that I'm not the most knowledgeable about. Insurance stuff or, <laughs> you know, financial things that, you know, are, are 401ks that I'm going, oh God, don't ask me and those questions because... Yeah, because I don't, I mean, like, I don't, there was one, I think it was insurance. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just did some research and. Okay, I got another question for you. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. All right. You have to admit this. My abs are kicking ass. So, uh, yes, I guess. <laughs> you cannot I've just, admit. I've decided that since my team, which is going to remain. Bl- remain team is kicking butt right now my team isn't I've, I've changed my team to one of the canadian teams for the I'm year sure you have because there's a, you won't pick the abs no there's a goalie that is that um my son has met a number of times that's a really great guy yeah yeah yeah. big big dude maybe played for phoenix right a long time ago and now plays for one of the canadian yeah, actually yeah. played for one canadian team now plays another Avalanche really great guy may have grown up in kingston ontario Sorry, just i'm rooting for that team because i, I might respect my son and i were talking about last night all right totally off topic but admit it I want, uh, let's get back to this. I want to talk about how hardworking is important. Again, these people are making money off of you. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it sounds crass, but it's the truth. It is the truth. So they got to earn it. So if someone, if you, I've had a lot of people tell me lately that they, I'm like, like securing my own contracts and I, my recruiter yeah, doesn't yeah, do yeah. anything. And I'm like, eh, I get it. And some people are like, I like it. I love it that way. I don't yeah. want it to do with my recruiter. Right. Like, I just want them to call me when I, me I need alone. them. Yeah. But that's that's sad because these people are making money off of you, and they you should, should be there at your beck and call. I did have right. a call yesterday where a gal was telling me how fantastic her recruiter was and how right. she's all over it. I'm like, that's don't hear that very often. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. So it is that stuff's important. You want to feel like this person has your best interest in mind, and they truly are working hard for you on all aspects of getting you to you know secure your first assignment. If you don't feel it. Go find one of the other thousands of recruiters out there that will, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, and to be fair to recruiters, um, it's important that you understand that a lot of them may, you know, you may be having, you may need to know something right then and there, and there might be seven other people on her desk that need to know things right away as well. So, I mean, they are juggling a lot. And they are, you know, they it's a are, funnel. They're they're funneling yeah. people to get them to go to work from first yeah. communication down to whatever. Right, yeah. but but even when they're actually working for them, I mean, stuff comes up, and I mean, the, in any given day, you could have five or six, seven people that are having some drama right. that you have to be there for, on top of right. getting new travelers. Absolutely, I mean, that's so, fair. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I think just what you want to feel like. Tell they're, them what it's like sometimes from our side. Yep. Yeah. All right. Continually to secure your first assignment. A couple of things we talked about location a little bit. You know, where is it you really want to go? Talked about pay, mm-hmm. and that's where again I stop letting people talk you into stuff. Yeah, you guys know you have in your own mind what value that location has to you. Right. And where I'm kind of going with this is that if it's I use this I'll use the seasonal aspect of it. If it's in the middle of January, February, and you've got a position in a nice warm weather place, and that's super important to you then you know in your mind what you're willing to take compensation-wise in order to go there. And it might be very low compared to, because the, the, the value of being there is very high. Right. 
Same thing applies the other way around. If you're going to go someplace bitter cold or something like that in January, you know what that's worth. I don't want to go up there, you know, but I will if that financially, if the value of that makes sense to me. Right. So and play around with that and don't let a salesperson slash recruiter talk you out of that. There, no. you you got to put your own value onto what assignment is. And again, also throw in the cost of living there. Yes. So don't just say, okay, I'll go to, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example that of someplace that maybe, uh, the only place I can think of is Southern California where it's warm weather. I'm trying to think gives of, me shit about Colorado. No, because I'm trying to talk, well, tell me a place that's warm that also has a high cost of living because most of them don't. They don't. Okay, so oh, that's why I was I going have, with that. Well, I have a scenario running through my But hang on, let me finish my thought real quick. Okay. That's where I'm saying if you go down there, like, okay, it's warm. It, it's paying very little or not little less because it's January or February. But I'm spending a whole time to The cost of living is going to be high. Maybe this isn't the right fit. So you have your own ability to be able to put your You're own gonna, value on you stuff. You all have your own value on. Yeah, yeah. so have that value. So, know what it is and have it be reasonable. This is the example I was popping through my head. I want to go, I want an assignment in Arizona because my daughter's moving there and I want to live yeah. there for 30 months. Right. I'm willing to take a pay cut. Sure. Because I want to be with her and my grandkids. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. Exactly. I mean, that's what, that's what right. I'm getting at is that I guess I'm tired of recruiters and companies di- dictating to travelers what the value financially is well, on assignment. Well, in a sneaky way, too, is the thing. You guys know. And yeah. you have everybody out there listening to this has their own value. You just put it, made a really good example of something that, yeah. you know, it's not about what the assignment is paying or about even the weather. It's about I want to be there, and this is what I'm willing to take in order to go there. Right. Just don't tell them you're lowball. <laughs> right. Well, then I also want to throw in there. No, I, you know, I also want to throw in there. You need to look at. The systems. I mean, do some research on yeah. the hospital. Yeah. Look at the charting system. I mean, charting everything. Everything. You know, find yeah. out what system they use before you just go flying off and well, being if submitted. Well, especially new, and that's something you should understand that you are going to experience a bunch of different systems. Right. So then, in our scenario, we've we've you've chosen an agency. Obviously, I kind of didn't right. really yeah. mention that we've in there, but <laughs> and, and you're now looking for you know you're you're throwing out to multiple. Again, my advice would be. I just said it kind of wrong. I said you're choosing your agency. I would pluralize that. A few, yeah. Because I would definitely not put all my eggs in one basket. No. Um, Different companies have slightly different jobs. I mentioned we all have the same inventory. There could be some nuances here and there Mm -hmm. um, and some things you haven't thought about. And a hardworking recruiter might be able to find it. So I would tell you that we're at that point now where now you're going in front of places. I would use multiple companies to go in front and may the best man or woman win. But make sure that they're not multiple they're not both all submitting you to the same position. Oh, great point. Great yeah. point. Yeah, that's one thing that I you think that, that I I personally don't think that's a good scenario. No, you got to So understand what well, could be a race, right? So, yeah. you know, of the five companies let's say that you're actually flirting with or right. courting right now, you may have your top choice. So find out what do you have first because if you don't have something, I'm going to, you know, go with a couple right. other companies. So if you want to be submitted with your top choice company, if you have such a thing, yeah. then make sure that the, you know, your fifth choice isn't throwing you in front of a job before your top choice right. does if it's all possible. So be if client clever with your recruiter. If you have been submitted to positions, you need to let them know that so right. that you're not double submitted. So I would tell your top choice you're my top choice. Right. So give me everything you got, but I will also tell that top choice, you're not the only game in town, so to right. speak. You know, there's there's other there's, there's other people. There's other Toyota with... dealerships down the street. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, um, <laughs> all that stuff's important. As right. you guys are moving through this process, the one kind of thing I want to throw out there is you really should feel like these recruiters and these companies are working for you and not the other way around. Right. If you start feeling like, who's 
working harder here, right. me or you. Mm-hmm. And if that question even comes up, you got the wrong companies. Yeah. In this day and age, there's too much competition. Right. So you really have to hold, I think, companies accountable for that sort of thing. So Definitely. You know, yeah. who knows? Um, all right. So again, we're still we're moving on, trying to get, you know secure your first assignment. So let's talk about. You know, you, you're now going theoretically in front of some positions with 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 all five of these companies. If it's back, there are five. Well, you're not going to go in front of a position until you have a strong profile. Well, what I want to say is let, <laughs> let's talk about the profile. Yeah. In other words, what have you given this company to help work with you? And this some is people where people may not know what a profile is. Okay, well, tell them what a profile is. So a profile is what we call your sort of package. You know, submission it's your resume, packet couple really strong references, supervisory, um, skills checklists, you typically a license verification, you know, make sure you don't have any hits on your license, um, stuff like that. So Sometimes it can all, also include, I've seen agencies include copies of certifications and other yeah. things that are actually so we put all of that there. together and that's what in the industry is called a profile or submittal packet yep. or you'll see a right. bunch of different terms. So what, you're, what I'm getting at is this is where this comes on to you. It we, does. we talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but you guys have to make sure that you have given your companies and your agencies the best picture of you that they possibly can have. Exactly. You have in to look words, really strong on paper. Yes. What what have you what what do your references look like? Right. Did you give them people that are going to talk you know, well about you? Have you given them pre-filled out references that look strong? Have yeah. you called the people and say, hey, make sure when someone calls that you're, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get a job here. I'm trying to compete with other companies to get jobs too. What's up, guys? I got the boys. Um, is your resume solid and up to date? I can't tell you the one of the most frustrating things oh I see <laughs> are these men and women, and I'm just going to throw it out there, and hopefully I'm not, hopefully you guys aren't going to be these people, but these ones that just, they, they're so busy that they can't even find the time to put together a good professional resume. You guys are killing yourselves. Yeah. And you're not helping your company to, to No, take the time to do it. Although some companies will take your resume and they just pre fill them into a their own submittal profile. I don't, I don't know if I like that or don't like it. I guess it could yeah. be good, it could be not good. It right. could it could if you're really solid, it could make it generic. Exactly. If you're if you're bad, it could make it do. good. It's still something you have to do. Well I guess where I'm going with this is that I want people to take the time. Yeah. I mean, this is where I see a lot of first, first mistakes. Yeah, the laziness becomes a big mistake because it, it could cost you multiple offers where you want to go. And right. I mean, I know that we're preaching to the choir a lot in these things. No, you just and we're, need to It's look Common really Sense on 101. But I mean, I've had it recently. I, it's like... It never goes away. Uh, come on. Or you the know? backwards resume. <clears throat> no, just the resume where they're like, oh, well, I, I haven't really done it for a while. Can you just throw I some just, hodgepodge crap can together? Can you just and, list where I've traveled, been working for the last five years? Like, or yeah. or the reference comes over and it's like, mm, you know, I don't know if that's really a great reference. Or or they it's just or it's dated or it's or they it can't even give you, right. you know, enough people that you can... Or they're not calling you back and you're right. not getting them properly. There's this... I mean, guys, please take the time to do yourself. This is the important part. Again, we've talked about this before. We've talked about interviewing. We've talked about you know being submitted. This is what decides whether or not you're in the I'm going to call this person pile or I'm not going to call this person pile. This is where too, and we've talked about profiles. We have episodes about that. But references are something that you need, that needs to be a continual thing that you seek out as you begin to travel. And if you can get them in writing, it is much better because some of these people that you're going to continue to use could theoretically be called 
every three months right. and they're going to get tired of that and they're going to quit answering. So if you really just start off as a traveler, mm-hmm. knowing that one of the things I've got to accomplish while I'm on this assignment is I've got to get a written reference. Right. And But make sure, again, when you're first starting out, yeah. I love that idea of keeping them going as you first start out. Also make sure that they're they're just solid, that they're yeah. good. Do the, Does the company want you to do an actual test as opposed to just a self-evaluation of your right. skill? Is there anything else that you can provide to that company that might help you get to the I'm going to get called pile? Right. Those are things you want to look at. And can you see it? Can someone show you what they put together? Are they right. willing to show you kind of what it looks like so you can go, oh, that's not right or I, yeah. whatever? Yeah. I don't know if you need to go that to extreme, but realize that this is... This is what I've you. I've never had anybody ask me to see their profile. I don't think I have either. I I've just thought I just threw that. it out there, but yeah. it's one of those things. But I mean, I would. Is there something missing? In other words, you know, yeah. is there more certs that if you actually could show that you've got all these different certifications, would that be something to put into your profile? Well, I would hope it all has to do with your marketability. Yeah. So obviously, at this point, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about you. You get the interview again. I would urge, urge, urge you guys to listen to some of our other episodes talking about how to, you know, get an interview, you know, what to say in the interview, how to prep for the interview. You guys want the job. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that I think is really important. I want to spend a little bit of time with you on this one. Make sure that if you do get the offer before you hit the road, that you go over these numbers with a fine tooth comb, so to yeah. speak, that, that what was promised. your offer. <laughs> you know, we're going to talk about that next week. <laughs> But I do think it's really important that <laughs> that you you aren't just the excitement of oh my gosh I got I'm gonna go where my granddaughter is I'm gonna go where I want to be or I'm gonna go where the <laughs> yeah. money is right. doesn't take over the fact that there's some things that are missing so we're gonna talk a lot about that next week on our on our episode but do understand that this is kind of you know we said getting your securing your first assignment these are all the things and ladies and gentlemen please. Go back. I, mean, there's, I know there's stuff we're missing as far as episodes we could be citing. Oh, sure. Of course. So go back and look at some of the topics and the titles. And anything that you think is newbie-related or could help you get prepared and to secure your first assignment and you know starting to hit the road, I would urge, urge, urge you guys to listen to it. I would say if you're new... Every episode has value to you. I so think so. I don't. I wouldn't pick and choose. I would. I would just listen. To okay. Them Good. All, really. well, well put. I guess. I, I'm just saying. If you're as you're going through this, there are certain episodes that could leap out. Yeah. Uh, and hit you, but um, yeah. I mean, it's it's this stuff is important, guys. Very. And I guess for today's kind of sum it up, when you're you, you got to be smart picking your company. Yep. You have to consistently and constantly be reevaluating that that decision right. on who's there. You know, you may find that somebody down here on your list all of a sudden comes up higher because they're working harder or yeah. maybe they have the job that you're looking for. Sure. And they're not trying to talk into something else or who knows what those nuances are. But, you know, work with them. Right. And, you know, maybe you don't. I've always said, you know, it depends on your marketability. So you have yeah. to decide. I Take the first thing that comes your way. That may be a very good thing to do. I can't <laughs> tell you. Right. You may be shortchanging yourself because something better is coming. But you have to look at yourself honestly and say, should I? Am I am I a three year experience tr- person with no travel experience yeah. as a newbie? I would tell you I would lean more towards jumping on the first thing that comes your way. Right. And if the more the more years of experience you had before prior to being a newbie, the more I think you have some some ability to perhaps yeah. be a little bit more uh, you know selective about what you're looking for and where you want to go. Yeah, there's a, there's a 
But it makes sense sometimes to just get your foot in the door. It does. And like I think, and again, take, every assignment take you take as a newbie yeah. makes you less and less of a newbie. Exactly. So um, there you go. Again, guys, it, this episode is really about choosing your company and making sure that company mirrors your desire for wanting to be a traveler. And right. that's what I think is really important, getting that mesh of both personality and what you're looking for and understanding that how does that go with where what I want to do as a traveler and how I want my career and my first year supposedly or you know it's not supposed to be but let's use that example to be right is this going to get me the desired effect of me wanting to become a traveler is this right. company and am I going in the right direction so but you got to jump on and get it you know we decided yeah. last week you're ready to go this week you're going to get that assignment next week do we have it already I think I do I don't even know where I put it. I, like what happens oh, once I, you start? I got hit. It's it's called hitting the road. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have we have three different little <laughs> subtitles on hitting these the ones. Road. On the road, yeah. Guys, I, again, I, I can't thank everyone enough nice. for the subscriptions. We appreciate yeah, that immensely. Like, subscribe, hit the bell, follow got us. Got a on lot going, and the, the YouTube thing is again. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, growing. It is. I'm happy. I had yeah. lower expectations. The, the podcast is still hit, going through the roof. Yeah, some consistent um, stuff going on there. I like it. Yeah. it. It feels to me like the people that have found us are sticking with us. <laughs> Thank you guys for that. I'll try to. We'll try to <laughs> so not try. Love, we. Sorry. I, I love <laughs> stuff that's coming. I don't like to, yeah. to preview it. Got some really cool things coming. I think are going to take things to another level. Yeah. Um, with just the industry and where things are going and and how to become a great traveler to. Whatever, whatever, top. whatever the next level up is, We're right? Taking you over next the top, level travel, guys. We appreciate it always, and we will talk to you next time on Travel Insiders. See ya.